Hello everyone. When the midwife said to us, he's got a full head of hair, I knew that my wife had contributed something to my son's life that I couldn't. As I held him in the hours after, I began to think about what he'd been born into and all that he would mean to our family. Whatever conclusions I came to in those moments were blown apart four days later when we found out that my father had been diagnosed with leukemia for the second time. Later that day, I handed my son to his grandfather and gave him another reason to fight that cruel disease. Without doing anything, other than arrive, our son was an agent in a drama he was completely unaware of and his identity within our family was already being formed. At that time I was so wrapped up in the emotions that I couldn't see what I have realised since, which is that it's not just our family that is like that. Actually, all families have a force of ancestry. They have a force in their family line that pours into our lives. And I just want to acknowledge that for some people at this point, you may have wished that you hadn't started watching this talk because this topic is so painful. But today I want to talk about how we can own the line into which we have been born and live the life to which we have been called. How we can own the line into which we have been born and live the life to which we have been called. Today we're in Matthew's Gospel and we're at the start and I'm going to read to us from verses 1 to 17 of chapter 1. If you watch TV dramas, this is Matthew's equivalent of previously on, where he brings a recap from the Old Testament. And there's a bunch of names which might seem boring to you, but actually they're really important. So here we go. The genealogy of Jesus the Messiah. This is the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, Judah the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar, Perez the son of the, the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Aminadab, Aminadab the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth, Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Solomon the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asa, Asa the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Jehoram, Jehoram the father of Uzziah, Uzziah the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah the father of Manasseh, Manasseh the father of Amon, Amon the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon, 
after the exile to Babylon. Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel, Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the father of Abihud, Abihud the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azor, Azor the father of Zadok, Zadok the father of Achim, Achim the father of Elihud, Elihud the father of Eleazar, Eleazar the father of Mathan, Mathan the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, and Mary was the mother of Jesus who is called the Messiah. Thus there were 14 generations in all from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the exile to Babylon, and 14 from the exile to the Messiah. Joseph, the husband of Mary, was born into a forceful line, patriarchs, matriarchs, kings and leaders. He was born into a beautiful line. Obed, the son of Ruth, the woman who was not a Jew, who left her homeland to be with her mother-in-law in the midst of a famine. A beautiful line, he would have thought of Abiud, the son of Zerubbabel, who left Babylon and went to rebuild the temple in the dangerous land of, um, of Judah. So there's a beauty in that line, but there's also brokenness in that line. Think of Perez, um, whose dad, Judah, we came across in Genesis last year. Judah, who was both his granddad and his dad. Brokenness in Solomon, whose parents, um, uh, David and Bathsheba, conducted the most famous extramarital affair in the history of humanity. All of these things poured into this family line and more. Beauty and brokenness, but not just beauty and brokenness. This is a family that carries an unfulfilled promise. That promise given to Abraham that he and his descendants would be blessed to be a blessing. That through them all the nations of the earth would be blessed. And at this point in history they've not been so much of a blessing to the nations around them. But born to Joseph and Mary is Jesus who is both born Jesus and called the Messiah. He is both born and called. He is the Messiah, the anointed one, who comes from God. And as he revealed himself and lived his life, we discover as we travel through Matthew that he took up all of our sin onto the cross. He took up all of our sin onto the cross and there he broke the curse of sin and death. Jesus is the break in his family line because he was both born and called, called Messiah. And he is the break in our family lines as Christians. Jesus was born and called and we who are born are called by God to respond to the work of Jesus Christ and to become Christians and to be Christ-like in our lives. 
he was born and called Messiah so that we don't just have to be born into our family line, we can be called into the life of Christ. So how does that work? Well, let me give you an example from my life. My family was a family of senior clerics in the Church of England as I grew up, and my father was one of them. And my job now involves relating to senior clerics in the Church of England. I find myself routinely unsure how to relate to people in positions of power in the church because I have been too familiar with that environment. It's too complicated to explain in this setting, but even worse than that, actually, I find that since my dad's death 10 years ago, I have an almost crippling need for affirmation from people in those positions of power. But because of Jesus, I know that I am both born and called. So the circumstances into which I have been born are circumstances from which Christ calls me to himself and to live the life that is shaped by him. So I can own my situation and all of its complications and its pain and trust that God will make me look more like Christ and be more like him as I give my life to him. I am learning that whilst on paper I am a son of the church, in my heart my true identity is that I am a son of the king. Now, I don't know what your circumstances are, what your story is, and the force of your ancestry and how it bears down on you. But I know it to be true from reading the Bible and reading the story of humanity that there's going to be beauty and there's going to be brokenness. And, uh, and probably an unfulfilled promise in you. But you are born and called. You can own the line into which you were born and you can live the life to which you were called. In this COVID era, God is teaching us what it means for us to be all in for Jesus. He's teaching us what it means for us to be all in for Jesus. But this involves us repenting of the brokenness we were born into. It involves us repenting of the brokenness we were born into. So my invitation for you today is, will you journey with us through Matthew? Matthew is uh, the most amazing <clears throat> is the most amazing story of Jesus and um, it's not the most in that all four are amazing uh, you'll forgive my slip of the English <clears throat> language there it, it is an extraordinary story with some amazing teaching we're going to learn what it means to love our enemies we're going to learn what it means to pray for the sick um, uh, to live a life of purity and holiness the, the teaching of Jesus we're going to discover in future weeks and months is going to change our lives and the life of the world around us. So will you join with me in learning what it means to be called to the life of Christ? And will you join me 
in the regular call to prayer, to live with God, to keep a pattern of daily prayer in our lives where we come before him in worship and before the scriptures, reading the Bible and um, uh, in prayer and intercession, doing that daily so that we hear the call shaping us out of our brokenness and we discover there the strength to live the life he has called us to as we meet with him. Amen.